Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever been, whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, your thoughts, thinking stuff, uh, physical feelings, uh, sensations, emotions, past, present, future, travel, no, you know, whatever's keeping you awake. I'd like to distract you from that. Take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do is create a safe place. And the, my attempt to create a safe place will be uh, send my voice across the deep, dark night. Use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, and you know, like uh, like uh, you know, extra words, just like you just witnessed there. Unintentional, uh, like uh, what do you call it when you're in a cartoon when you're carrying too much? Like this whole podcast is pretty much like a cartoon character when they're carrying too much stuff. Uh, because when you're a human and you're carrying too much stuff, either you, you know, drop it or you get to, I mean, sometimes I do accidentally do comedic stuff uh, like a cartoon character. But I think if you look at the method, it's a me- more of a metaphor. Like cartoon characters, a lot of times it's boxes. Sometimes it's like bowls of soup or, I don't know, cartoon characters still carry too much stuff or now do there's so many, they have, well, I got a pack for that now. But where they're bobbling stuff and then moving it and then uh, moving it around, uh, I do a lot of that mis like bob mismanaging and bobbling. I don't think it's called bob. Maybe it is. Is that bobbling? Hopefully, you like. Uh, I mean, also, I think I'm like. Uh, I don't think I'm very much like a bobblehead, but uh, my sentences they tend to bob. I guess like oh yeah, I knew I'd get to something because uh, like bobbing in the water. Now that is a smooth motion, so we'll come back to that. Also, Bob Bobberan, but I don't think that's, that's a B.A. But if you're new here, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you sleep. Uh, a few things you need to know. I'll tell you about the structure of the show and the fact that there's no rules. The structure of the show, there's five, six minutes at the top of the show. That's the business and the credits and stuff. You know, if you're new, if it's your first few episodes, you can kind of skip over it. If you're a regular listener, kind of critical to keeping the podcast free, the archives free, and the show going. So that's an essential part of the show to keep it going. After that, we do a 12 to 14 minute intro, which is kind of like a show within a show that we're doing now. And it's kind of like a, to explain what the show is, introduce you to my bobble, the bobble method, you know, so you can get your feet wet. Some people are brushing their teeth or rubbing their feet, ideally having their feet rubbed. Hello, are you listening next to me? partner i'm talking to your partner right now uh but you know it would like a i mean i i'm not sending them subconscious message it's more of like a, a indirect subconscious inference or something i don't know what that even means but uh so then we 12 minute intro then there's a to be talk about star trek for about a 45 minutes to an hour and then the end of the show is the thank yous and the good nights if you're also new, uh, you don't need to listen. This is a podcast. You don't need to listen to it. Don't feel any pressure. It's supposed to t- engage you kind of and distract you and kind of like be like, okay, I can listen to this. It's way better. 
I mean, the whole idea, I don't think I've explained this. The whole idea, one of the ideas, uh, definitely not the, there's no holes in this podcast, or this podcast is full of holes with H, but very few holes with a W. Other than the whole, the whole is like greater than the sum of its parts because I don't even know all the parts of the podcast. But, uh, I, oh, the idea that you can't really think about and focus on two things at once. And it may be like this by focusing on my rambling and it's meandering and it's a slow, welcoming, calm, friendly pace. That's moderately funny and entertaining. Maybe that's like a little bit too much, but my ego's just going wild here. But this idea to put you at ease and you can kind of listen to me as opposed to like, for me, I'm an overthinker and I have a pretty big internal critic. Uh, so as opposed to listening to that and focusing on that, you just listen to me ramble. Because I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you don't need to listen to me. <laughs> I mean, I think that's like something we can both agree on, right? Uh, but I hope you listen just enough uh, to put you at ease, maybe to make you smile, maybe just to make your lips, uh, put them in a neutral position. Uh, and then also, so it's a, it's also a sleep podcast, not a sleep solution. So you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep or be like, well, am I using this right or whatever? Uh, just listen and see how it goes. And ideally it will uh, help you fall asleep or take your mind off stuff and, and I can be, a kind of a presence to escort you while you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep into the sweet uh, uh, pillowy arms of Morpheus or whatever sleep god you prefer to um, spend your time with. Uh, you know, uh, what was that? Stay puff marshmallow man. That could be a modern uh, sleep, sleep, uh, sleep deity. So it's a podcast you don't really need to listen, and it's a sleep podcast that you don't need to feel pressure to fall asleep to. That's why I make the shows an hour, so there's plenty of time to drift off. And uh, you shouldn't feel obligated to like the show or like me. You should just try it out and see how it goes. And I just realized I said should four times, which is like a no-no. So I guess, I mean, you can. You're well, welcome to see how it goes if you're new. Uh, majority of listeners say they didn't quite get it till episode two or three, my second or third listen. So just see how it goes, uh, like, uh, and, and I hope it helps you. So I say to you, close everything. But bobbing, I think, like, uh, well, there's bobbing for apples. Bobbing, the motion of bobbing is one of, I guess that is a gentle, sleepy motion. You have bobs. Uh, we have haircuts that are bobs. But I'm thinking more of, like, water-based bobs, like, uh, I think those are things when you're fishing. Is that called a bobber or a floater or something? Or uh, the things between a boat or that you hook a boat up to, those bob. And when they bob, it's a nice up and down motion with the motion of the water. You sometimes makes a nice a slopping sound. Uh, they can be able to feel gentle and easy. So, so that's a nice thing is bobbing. And, uh, you know, you, you like, it's, it's a bit like rocking. You're right. Uh, so this podcast, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I just like bobbing. You know, those bobs that you get, I don't know if they're called bobs, but they're the red and white things that you go fishing with. I don't fish as an adult. Uh, once you had to pay for a license, I think I stopped fishing cause I, I didn't really do it that much anyway. Uh, but, uh. I remember those. I remember those things. I think I don't know if they're called. There's sinkers and floaters, maybe when you fish, maybe. 
But I think those things are called bobs. Uh, they bobbed in the water, I'll tell you that much. Uh, I mean, that would be like my life is a bob. Like, uh, you just you sit around floating. That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, so, so, you know, I guess that's the end of the bobbing thing. Also, this episode tonight's a TNG episode, Sleep with TNG. I do like to quote some Star Trek tonight. Uh, Data said, uh, it's traditional to say goodbye to your friends. Uh, and he goes, I never knew what a friend was till I met Jordy. He spoke to me as if I was human and he treated me no different than anyone else. He accepted me for what I am. And that I have learned is friendship. Uh, and I think that's an important thing to think about at bedtime. And it is really one of the uh, lower level philosophies of this podcast. You know, I use the term brain bots. I think one of the listeners came up with that. But unfortunately, I don't know who or whom for grammar brain bots. But, you know, the, the idea that there's these droids running around in our brain. For me, a lot of them are hypervigilant or hypercritical and really, they're just these unifunction uh, personality parts, or if we just view them externally as brain bots. And they, they're, they're really in this protective role, but they're maladapted. You know, like uh, like you say, what do, I got a brain. What do I need all these droids up in there? Well, we just run around in your brain worrying about stuff or criticizing, you know, sending out a lot of alerts, synapses, and, and stuff. And they say, well, I'm going to go to bed now. Let's see, exactly. So it's quiet. We want to read you our reports. Uh, and, you know, tr- you know, we, we like uh, most of our, well, do you have any good news? Or, like, do you, do you do, 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 do brain bots do bedtime stories? They don't. Uh, but I think it can feel a little uh, antagonistic, at least for me at bedtime, when you got all these parts, you get on your case, we'll say, lately. And then you can, then I can fall into a trap, uh, where it's like, a you know, debating or battling or shaming and say, well, geez, I wish you just leave me alone. I just want to go to sleep, you know, in the, in the, like, but this, I guess I try to take a different uh, tactic with that uh, of friendship uh, and say, hey, well, maybe it's, it's, maybe it's tough being a brain bot and only having this one function and your function is this hyper vigilance function. Uh, for some reason, I have like 45, you'd think it'd be, uh, one of those would be too much, uh, but I don't know if it's my DNA or whatever. They said, well, we, Scoots needs about 45 of those. How many shame brain bots does a normal person need? 0. 0.5. All right, let's see if we could get Scoots about 76 of those, too. So, but it can be hard, I, I would imagine, uh, like being a brain bot. And you say, well, I just got this one hypervigilance function, and that's what my programming's for. So I try to take say, hey, well, like I'm gonna I'm gonna try to help your brain bots uh, fall asleep too. I'm gonna be here to keep you all company, and I'm gonna be your boyfriend. Like, cause you you like I'm gonna try to put you asleep, but you don't need to really listen to me. You can just kind of listen to me. You don't really have to fall, feel pressure to fall asleep because I'll be here till the very end, in case you can't. And, and like I'll be working the whole time. It's not like at some point I stop and I just uh you know, read something like, like it's always, like, I don't know. I, I do my best. I guess that's what I really mean. And I do my best to, cause I care uh, not just about all of you that are listening, but those little parts of us that are like uh, mosaic, like, uh, like made from little broken pieces, you know, and they want to be part of this larger sculpture or whatever, you know, metaphor. Do you like that metaphor brain bats? Cause then I can put you in sleep. I'd have to put you in sleep mode though. So you wouldn't be moving around at bedtime. 
I guess we could. We could just make a mosaic of bots, a bot mosaic. Uh, we could do that with a Raspberry Pi. Oh, you want to eat a Raspberry Pi? Well, are you a droid? I don't know. Sorry, I'm engaging your brain bot right now. Well, let me get back to your humans. I'm going to tell us talk about Star Trek tonight. I'm hoping all of you are going to listen. The brain bots. Uh, you're human, though. So you can listen. I'll, I'll be keeping your brain bots in your company. Just drift off when you can. You know, I've been there in the deep, dark night, sleepless, clearly. So when I say this, I mean it. I'm glad you're here. I hope, I strive, I work hard, and I yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, so thank you so much for uh, giving the show a shot. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do, or what I'm going to attempt to do, is create a safe place where you could sit aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, you know, weather, travel, changes in temporary situations, stuff you're, you know, big stuff, little stuff, you know, words like luff that you say, is that a word, luff? I think it is. Uh, what if there's a lufus? Oh, let's talk about lufus tonight. It's a podcast, a podcasty word we've never used that I know of. Scooch used it a hundred episodes. Lufa. On top of my lufa, all covered with uh, soap because I'm taking it like a... Uh, but this is uh, Sleep With Me, the podcast, but I'm going to try to create a safe place. You usually should be... If you're using a lufa, you should feel pretty safe. Um, a safe place where you can set aside whatever scheme you awake. I'm going to try to distract you from that. That's what I mean with the safe place. And what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, uh, like uh, pauses, a friend, friendly banter, friendly like like friend, yeah, friendly banter. We could call it. Can we call it that? Can we agree? That's some friendly banter. Uh, is isn't that friendly? Trying to do you think we could be? Engage in some friendly banter. How would you feel about that? Because you're so great. Friendly banter about banter. Talk about meta. This is the only podcast that has banter about banter. The Banter Cast, uh, where we talk about banter and loofahs. Because you can't talk about banter for long, like uh, or loofahs. Only two. We only released two episodes on the Banter Cast, and because uh, I guess, but this okay if you're new here. Uh, those are a couple techniques I'm going to use. Let me tell you about the structure and a couple basics about the show. Uh, structurally, like the podcast is a little bit front-loaded. There's a five or six minutes of business at the top. That's because it's a sleep podcast. If you're new and you made it through that, I appreciate it. you got to put it up front. If you're a regular listener, it's kind of critical that you listen to that tomorrow or you listen to that, you know, that you pay attention during that part. But after that, there's no pressure here. And if you're new, there's no pressure. Like, let's just see how this goes. You know, it's friendly banter. Or no, I guess you're right. We'll start with banter. Then we'll have some rapport, rapport building banter. And then we can have friendly banter. How's that? How's that sound? Is that friendly enough for you? Oh, I skipped to the friendly banter. Sorry about that. Because I didn't want to, I wanted to wait till we were having friendly banter to talk about loofahs. 
But so there's six minutes or so of business. That's how we pay the bills, keep all our giant archives free, and keep the show out three times a week. So there's plenty of stuff to choose from to sleep to. Uh, so that's the beginning of the show. Then we have an intro, which we're a few minutes into. That's usually around 12 to 14 to 15 to 11 to 13 minutes. And that's kind of like a show within a show that uh, kind of eases you in. The I guess the banter kind of covers that, uh, you know, where ideally it goes from uh, introdu- like, I guess you got to get over the formalities. Uh, you got to meet people. I guess you got to go rapport, then banter. I always skip that. That's where I always go wrong. Finally, I found the problem to my interpersonal issues. It's I always go straight to the banter. I gotta see, I gotta do the rapport building. First, I gotta get out of my head. That's one of the things that keeps me up at night, overthinking. But I gotta break away from this rapport building to get back to building rapport with new listeners. If you excuse me. Uh, now, okay, uh, what was my thing here? What was I talking about? Oh, so there's a long intro, like, like a, yeah, it goes through those stages, uh, like the seven stages of banter, which I don't know yet, but I, I guess that could be an episode at some point. I'm going to go write that down. Uh, but uh, then we'll be, tonight, tonight we'll be talking about something different. But uh, so the intro is like 12 to 14 minutes. You just get you like settled. Like you'll be able, you'll be listening to it, I guess. So it's, let me tell you the other things. It's a podcast that you don't really need to listen to. I'm here to keep you company to escort you across the deep dark night into the arms of Morpheus or into your, the dreamy realm or the dream, you know, whatever the restful place. So I'm here to distract you and kind of engage you. But obviously, we're only engaging in banter. So, and this is kind of the, this banter is so friendly. Our rapport building, I mean, that's the safe place part is the rapport. This place is so safe. Uh, and this banter is so friendly, you don't even have to listen to it. You don't really need to remember what I was talking about. I'm here to banter. I banter for you. Like, if, if I was a, like, a, if I was a singer, that's what I'd sing. I banter for you. Or if I, if I had a business card, if the podcast was different, it'd say, like, uh, Scoots McScoots, I banter for you. Banter Enterprises. I used to call myself Banter P, B, J, Banter J, Banter, but I couldn't say it, uh, so then I changed it to Scoots McScoots. So then, like, so there's the intro. Then we have the episode. Those are about 45 or 50 minutes of the story part. Or interview part, whatever it is, uh, like uh, whatever style the episode is. So this one will be a guest uh, guest appearance uh, from my neighbor. But uh, then, like, uh, what do you call it? But he'll be loving. So he's just going to talk about five seconds of summer for way, like a show and tell about five seconds of summer. Um, excuse me, though. I, I like blanked. I do that, too. So you you could fall asleep at any time, but the key is you, you don't have any, any pressure to fall asleep. Obviously, you don't need, you don't have to tell me that. I don't have to tell you that. What I mean is, this podcast is here to keep you company the whole time. I'll be here working uh, to keep this safe place going. To keep I'll, I'll be keeping the banter light on. You know, to, to keep the banter burning. You know, and that's not like something Bob Marley used to sing. But I guess that would be another song. That would be my like uh, like uh, reggae remix. Is uh, I keep the banter burning, scoots scoots McScoots. Also, whatever I said before, ban- by banter by banter, 
If I had a festival that took place in Austin, that's what I'd call it, banter by banter. We keep the banter burning. You know, smoke-free, clearly, vaporized banter. That could be one of the seven stages of banter if we need that. Bruce Banter, you could call me Bruce Banter if you wish. But the main thing is you're under no pressure to I'll, I'll be here to keep you distracted the whole time. And I think that's about it. I, I did say I would talk about loofahs. Uh, is it like a, when, like, here's a question, an honest question. When did loofahs get invented? And I don't mean the technical date. I mean when they became a mainstream thing. I mean, I want to say it was in the 90s, but I'm not sure. And I was late to the game as anime am in so many things. And one thing I was impressed when I first took, took, a, took, took a loofah, took, took a run with the loofah. Again, let me apologize to whoever's loofah it was because I know it wasn't mine. So sorry about that, whoever's house I was staying at or whoever's loofah I borrowed. That's the truth, too. But I said, this thing is so efficient at making bubbles to wash myself with. And uh, I guess that's a loof is a very podcasty word. I guess I try to build up a lot of bubbles and foam here, like in the banter sense of the word. But uh, like, and then how many people are still using loofahs? I guess I've fallen out of loofah usage because I buy the like uh, soap that has like oatmeal in it from Trader Joe's. So I figure and it, it probably is hurtful to the loofahs out there. I say, what do I need a loofah for? Like, uh, I, got, I got oatmeal or whatever the heck's in this soap. It's exfoliating. Now, it isn't as efficient as a loofah. Yeah, maybe I need, maybe that's why I'm so stressed. Maybe I need a loofah. Can we get, could I get, could that be another business I start? Uh, that it, Like the loofah, loofah therapy, the scoots method. I mean, like, I won't actually swear, but I'll say F fidget spinners. What about loofahs? You already got one in your house. What do you need a fidget spinner for? I guess because you need running water. Otherwise, you could just walk around loofing soap. Uh, Yeah, what about that? And you just hand it out. You see somebody walking by, you hand them a loofah full of soap. I mean, what does a fidget fidget spinner cost? I don't even know. Seven bucks? uh, You could buy seven loofahs with that. Uh, So... Um, I mean, I'm not an anti-fidget spinner. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying this is an alternative that I can capitalize on. I guess not, because I just said you could just do it for free. But yeah, I could capitalize. I can make the world uh, like a more soapy place. Or, I mean, really, I do find that comforting. So I don't know why I haven't like used a loofah. It's been a while. I said to myself, I guess I wanted to go retro. I said, what do, like, uh, I think my parents were coming. This wasn't the last trip. This was a couple of years ago. I said, I better get some washcloths. I said, I got to get hand towels and I got to get washcloths because my parents are coming. And then I had all these washcloths that I, I said, well, I better, I better use these now that they're in my apartment because my apartment's not very big. So I try to use whatever's in there. So, and plus, I guess I don't, like, I, I rarely remember to buy a loofah, and I don't know, what's a loofah's lifespan? I mean, because usually I would use it till it breaks apart, and I know that's, like, years too long. But I figured, I was like, this thing's plastic, it, 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 you know. So, yeah, but loofahs are very, like, I guess that was my, I didn't get fixated, and usually I get fixated on the sound of the word. I guess we could do that. Like when you're done, you can't say loofah while you're loofah. Is it a verb and a noun? 
are you loofing? Loof, I guess you're loofing. You're, you loof, you use a loofah to loof. I know some people are going to think this is ridiculous, but what, like, what are you doing? Like, you're loofing, right? Uh, and I realize I'm aloof. Believe me, I'm aloof about loofahs. Uh, there you go. That could be a column. Wood paper, any paper. How about the Des Moines Register? How do you feel about giving me a column? Aloof about loofahs. I don't know what I'd write about after the first. I guess that would be with the podcast. I could have an article about banter. And people will be like, what is he? Why is he talking? I thought this was a, finally a column about loofahs and learning about them. But now he's talking about banter. But I think you're loofing, and it's very comforting. But I would say when you're done, you say loofah, right? When you get, when it's full of foam and it can kind of bounce off, that's when you say loofah. And that feels good. I might start saying that in other contexts. Uh, because it's a real release word, loofah. Uh, but that is a question. Are you loofing? Because what, I, like, how else would you describe it? You're using a loofah, so there isn't really a. Like you could say, I'm soaping up a washcloth. Cause you, so I guess you could say I'm soaping up a loofah. But that's so boring. Wouldn't you rather loofah loofah? Oh boy. Okay. No smirking, please. Uh, so anyway, how about that? Like, think about it. If you have a fidget spinner, like, and this isn't a joke, like, uh, I can almost guarantee that's one other opportunity for you to feel good when you're loofing your loofah. <laughs> Sorry, that was totally unintentional. But really, I mean, it in the most, uh, like, basic sense, it feels good to pack a loofah full of foam. So think about that. And if you're new, uh, oof, uh, you got a full dose of the podcast, uh, Banter and loofahs. How about that? Bread knobs, bed knobs and broomsticks three. Uh, banter and loofahs. Because that was bed knobs and broomsticks two. I wrote bread knobs and boomsticks. Uh, like, I, I didn't like, uh, so that could be it. Uh, banter and loofahs. Or you write, that could be a more, that could be like a mustache shop where we cut mustaches and those things. Yeah, I could see that. Banter and loofahs, uh, mustachery. Sorry, I'm cra- Like, sometimes I, like, literally, I'm only laughing because sometimes, my, like, my, I'm laughing and I say, Where, what are you talking about, brain? And how did it get to my vocal cords before, like, because I hear it, I say, what, like, uh, that almost makes sense. I could see that. Yeah, we sell mustache wax. We do mustache shaping. And it's called banter and loofahs. Yeah, because we, oh, we, there's so much banter. And we give our customer, we loof the loofahs. The customers loof the loofahs to stay calm. And yet we even do foot loofahs, uh, you know, in case you really need to, to, to get it get it out. Uh, so this is kind of the podcast version of that, of uh, loofing, and made by a very aloof person. So I'm glad you're here. If you're new, clearly this podcast is strange and different. I'm glad you're here. I hope you give it a few tries. It usually takes a couple tries to get used to. Uh, so see how it goes. And uh, that's it. I mean, like, give it a couple of shots and we'll see how it goes. I've been there. That's why I make this show. I mean, clearly I'm not, you know, I'm outside of the normal range. But I'm glad you're here. When I said at the beginning, I mean, I try to create a safe place because you deserve a good night's sleep. And I hope I can help you. I appreciate you coming by. I work really hard because I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. All right. Uh, good night. 
Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, thought, you know, thoughts, uh, uh, physical feelings, emotional sensations, uh, tra- travel, weather, uh, whatever's keeping you awake. I'd like to take your mind off that to distract you. So I'm going to create a safe place. The way I'm going to do it, uh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, you know, overly described. The main thing is I try to be friendly and welcoming and give you a place where you can relax and catch some breaths and and kind of sink into your bed. Uh, Because I know what it's like staying awake and thinking and tossing and turning. If you're new here, I want to personally welcome you. Even though this whole podcast, I'm personally doing everything here voice-wise. Uh, but I want to personally say thanks for coming by. I want to tell you kind of what to expect, which is uh, we start off the show with five minutes of business. Uh, like uh, if you're new, it's not important to listen to. If you regularly listen to, it's kind of critical if you want to keep relying on the podcast to listen to that stuff and, and act on it. But if you're new here, you could kind of just skip over that. Then we have an intro that's about 12 to 15 minutes, uh, kind of a show within a show. And that's uh, that's how I kind of introduce the show and uh, attempt to explain it and make you, like, set the mood. I guess uh, I guess that's uh, – usually when they say set the mood, it means romantically – or romantically as a metaphor. This is more, this is a plutonic setting of the mood. The only way this could be more plutonic is if we get, if we got it going on Pluto, you know, because I'm setting the mood of friendship. How come they don't say that? Like, uh, Pat, Pat, you know, how would you set the mood for friendship, Scoots? Well, a good question. Back patting. Thumbs up. I'm good. I do a lot of thumbs up. Uh, I always see pictures of Nick Weiger from Doughboys giving thumbs up. I also do a lot of thumbs up. Uh, smiling. I try, like, I don't do a lot of smiling, but, but I'm smiling now. Can you feel it? I'm smiling. Uh, I'm saying, hey, welcome to the safe place. Uh, welcome to sleep with me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, so that's setting the mood, saying, hey, I think like, like setting the mood for friendship, you'd say, hey, hey, what's up? Good to see you. I do say that. Uh, I'd say, you, like, if, if it was a physical place, I'd say, you, what do you, how do you feel? You want to wear your shoes in or do you want to take them off? Uh, whatever feels more comfortable to you. So that would be another way I'd set the mood. I don't know. I don't think you need can- – with friendships, you don't need candlelight. You could have candles with friendship. Uh, more than likely, it would be a campfire versus candles. But I can think of some ways to set the mood with, like, if you're playing Legos by candlelight. I've done that. Pretty nice. Uh, reading, like, uh, reading uh, by candlelight is, uh, I think it's pretty plutonic. If it's not, it's a sign that the relationship's going to be plutonic. Trust me on that one. Say, well, I get these candles going. What do we, what do you say? We, we read it. Yeah, let's do some reading. Well, I was thinking of uh, reading you some uh, sound. No, no, I was going to read uh, you know, Plasticity of the uh, Mammalian Brain to, to Myself. 
Okay, so you know, so that's plutonic, uh, stirring stuff, maybe stirring some cocoa. Like you think drinks, plutonic drinks versus uh, non-plutonic versus romantic drinks, like uh, hot cocoa. I guess in most of you, hot to- hot cocoa. You're right. You're right. Proprietors of of whatever you call them, bread and bread, bed and breakfast with bread, bread and breakfast. Uh, hot cocoa can be romantic. Uh, but usually it's not drank. It, like, uh, it's like served, but then, you know, the romance starts, uh, like after a cold rain or something while the hot cocoa is uh, like, uh, you know, you know, then something else, love gets made while after the hot cocoa gets made before it gets drank, uh, at least in my, you know, way, I, you know, way, my daydreams, that's what happens. So mostly hot cocoa would be plutonic versus wine would be romantic for, I can't drink wine, but, uh, and whining is not romantic, not really plutonic, but like venting would be, it'd say, hey, go ahead and vent, I'm here to listen. Uh, for sure with this podcast, you can vent all you want, I'll listen, uh, nonstop, uh, you could even talk over me, that's another thing with this podcast. So I'll think other plutonic stuff maybe, but if you're new, so you don't need to listen to this podcast. That's one plutonic, like, uh, that would be one, I don't know if that is a plutonic ideal. Is Plato and plutonic related platonic? I guess it'd be platonic. Maybe it is, though. I think it is. Uh, I don't know. Holy. The Aristotle, Aristotelian part of my brain just, uh. It threw a book about the Socratic method right in my head, but I ducked. Uh, I was going to say and take it to the symposium, but like anyway, uh, what was I saying? I don't know. I honestly don't know what I was saying. I got mixed up on my way to uh, the Oedipalian Ball. Holy cow. I'm just pandering to one part of the classical part of my brain. I got like four brain cells out of whatever four billion. I mean, not all of them work. I know that, but uh, that are classics fans. And they say, "Well, can you give me some actual?" And they say, "No, we're only we're only four brain cells here in a sea of goop." What do you? We can we can. It's like Waldorf and Stadler from the Muppets. Uh, I wonder if they were ever dressed in like Roman, you know, with uh, Roman guard and olive branches and stuff. Anyway, if you're new here, so you don't need to listen to this podcast. It's silly and it's a little bit strange, but you can listen while it distracts you. And then ideally, I'll escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep where you feel comfortable enough to kind of just drift off. At least that's the plan. So that's a, that's part one. Uh, let's see, part two. Is there part two? Oh, part two. So you don't need to listen. Uh, and it's a sleep podcast. You don't need to feel any pressure to fall asleep. I make the shows about an hour, so you have plenty of time to get there. And this isn't like a sleep solution. It's more of a sleep offering. You know, that's, I guess, blue tonic. It's like, uh, here, try try out the, you know, try this game. Might be fun. Hey, listen to this podcast. Those are what friends do. I don't know, like, uh, that doesn't really tie to, like, romance versus friendship, but... Uh, I guess it could lead you say, well, geez, you like, uh, you know, whatever. Invis- you're waiting for Invisibilia's new season two? Oh, boy. Uh, maybe let's give them something to talk about. Are you also Reba? Do you like Reba? Did Reba sing that song? 
She did not. Are you sure? Was it Shania or Reba? I think it was Reba. You don't know. Okay. Well, how about that Invisibility Season 3? I thought we could listen to that together. And then I could figure out the Reba part. Then we could figure out, like, is it Cheryl, is it Cheryl Crow that sings that? I, actually, I'd prefer to just say it's Reba no matter. I think I could, like, I think I was, I should have quit when I was ahead when I said just Reba, right? Anyways, how about we listen to podcasts by, podcasts by Candlelight. Somebody get over to that New York Times podcasting group and tell them about that. Because there's this whole collective, this show is actually collective listening. Everybody's listening for the most part, like 90% of, you know, bedtime. Probably, like, I, I do actually, this is, now I'm way off, to, not that I was ever on topic, but I did get hooked. This was something my mom got me. I guess hooked is a strong word, but uh, like those uh, not flameless candles, the LED candles, I have those. Uh, my bathroom light doesn't work. It worked like for four months, I think, uh, four years ago. And again, if you listen to this you know, my, my, my uh, things don't happen quickly around my apartment, no matter who's in charge of it uh, or whom. I mean, I can go to like I can go to the bathroom with like sixty, seventy percent. You know, I, I, like in the dark. Uh, but you know, I don't want my daughter like so. My daughter getting scared. So I have like uh, four flameless candles uh, in the bathroom at nighttime. It, it creates a nice mood, <laughs> mood, to, you know, just mood to brush your teeth by. And uh, I prefer I prefer myself in I prefer myself in regular candlelight, and then uh, I'll take flameless candlelight second. Uh, take flameless candles for four hundred, Alec. Uh, what is uh, what what is this uh, rambling uh, by scooter? Yes, the the, the I, say, I did state it as a question, Alec. I'm sorry. Is it what is Mister Trebek? I'm sorry. You're right. Excuse me. So, yeah, I do have those flameless candles. Those are definitely plutonic. I would say even that might be, like, a, one step beyond that, like associative. You say, well, we're not plutonic. We're more associate. Uh, so let's stick to those battery-powered candles. Because uh, at least the ones I have, once you figure out the pattern, the mathematical pattern that it's basing it on, actually, it never bothers me. I think for some people, it might get on your nerves. For me... I try to like uh, get, let myself like sometimes I'll meditate by that maybe not meditate fugue state by uh, three different electric candles or whatever you want to call them electric candles was that ever that sounds like a movie Matt Dillon was in like you know don't you think Matt is anybody work with Matt Dillon uh, pitch him we could come up with a plot electric candles uh, starring Matt Dillon. You're right. Yeah, we should get Paul Giamatti in it. You're, you're great. Great point. I, I think you're like, uh, I think you're onto something. Anybody else? Sandra Bullock. I'll take it. I'll take it for. I'll take Sandra Bullock for one thousand. Alec. What is Electric Candles? Uh, Oscar. It won the Oscar. Whoa, boy. Oh, it was already uh, in 2010. Oh, sorry about that. Turns out I didn't know about that. Uh, is it was that the same year as Hope Floats came out, or no? Oh, sorry, Mister Trebek. Uh, so anyway, back to my podcast listeners. Uh, I don't. So uh, yeah, we got options. Uh, I guess in this podcast is one option, a sleep option that's out there to try, and see if it could help you fall asleep. And uh, that's it. Like, uh, 
You don't need to listen. I, hopefully I take your mind off stuff. I would posit during that whole can that was a candle in, candle interlude, uh, uh, you know, like uh, I'm saying that, you know, post-haste or whatever, but I don't even know what post-haste means. But uh, you know what I mean, like uh, Monday morning, halfway through the intro morning quarterbacking. Uh, but I, I would say that up until that little snafu there with the English language, uh, you probably did take your mind off stuff thinking about candles. And I mean, what what could be nicer than uh, Legos by candle? Only supervised by adults only, or like electric, flameless candles. You know, listening to the soundtrack from electric candles, uh, featuring a solo by Reba, the title song Electric Candles by Reba. I think, I think, you know, this kind of sometimes this stuff does write, write itself, uh, write, write you right to sleep too. So I guess my main message, as always, is I'm glad you're here. I've been there in the deep, dark night, and I hope I can help you fall asleep. Uh, uh, like, I appreciate you coming by, and I work hard, I yearn, and I strive to help you, uh, you know, drift off into dreamland. So uh, thanks for coming by. Tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep, well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, I'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, you know, stuff like uh, physical sensations, emotions, Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you or take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use creaky dulcet, lulling creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, like overindulgence, uh, long-winded descriptions, uh, friendly banter, a lot of things. Uh, like, uh, if you're new here, here's the kind of structure of the show, and a few heads up and... Uh, so the first five minutes of the show, if you've been listening for a long time, uh, it's kind of critical to listen to because uh, that's how we pay our bills and keep the podcast going. If you're new here, it's just kind of the business part and the people that help out on the show. Uh, then there's the intro. Usually the intros are like 12 to 14 minutes. Uh, tonight I'm going to try to make it a shorter intro just to... Um, uh, just because I just recorded the whole episode and it was pretty long. Uh, so I said, well, geez, let me try to keep this around an hour. Uh, then after this, uh, like I'll talk about Star Trek. I'm going to talk about the episode Imaginary Friend. And so maybe this won't be a short intro. Like, uh, But if you're new here, like I guess like some listeners say bore friend. And I guess like I'm like a like a, your friend on the edge of the imaginary or something, because uh, the whole idea of the podcast is you don't really like like the idea is that I, I engage you just enough uh, so that your mind's like uh, like you're not thinking about whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, you know any of the things that could keep you up at night. You know, instead of focusing on that, just focus on what I'm talking about. Pretty good episode of Star Trek. Uh, lots to talk about. And imaginary friends are always a rich thing to talk about. But uh, also you say, well, Scoot's kind of, he talked about a 48-minute episode of Star Trek for 55 minutes. I say, yeah, well, uh, 
Yeah, so you have, uh, you probably say, well, I don't know if I need to listen, because uh, obviously he's not just covering the interesting parts, he's covering everything. So it's a podcast that you only kind of barely have to listen to, you can only barely listen to. There's no half that's in there, except like when it's extra half to like that one I just almost took out. But you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. These episodes are about an hour. And I'll be here the whole time. We come out three times a week, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, and Sunday. And we have a huge archive. Uh, so there's plenty of stuff. Uh, the whole idea is the podcast keeps you company. And I guess that kind of is like an imaginary friend. I did have an imaginary friend growing up. His name was Bill. And I have a whole episode where I kind of talk about imaginary friends. But, uh... I mean, for me, the imaginary, uh, the whole aspect of an imaginary friend is, uh, it's strangely and paradoxically, much like this podcast, the opposite of loneliness. Uh, like, uh, even when you're with your imaginary friend, uh, I don't know, like, and I, I guess you'd say, well, is it a cure or a symptom of loneliness? I'd say probably neither. That's why it's kind of a paradox. Uh, because your imaginary friend kind of, I don't know, it is this weird kind of sense of insight when you're looking back at it as an adult, I guess as a parent, maybe grappling with it, like it's maybe a different thing. But, and, and, you know, if you didn't have an imaginary friend, maybe you had something else. Uh, but I don't know, all my memories when I look back, they're kind of vague and I look back at my friend Bill and... You know, asking my mom to move, you know, please don't sit, Bill sit next to me, mom. Or, hey, what could you make an extra bowl of soup for Bill? Or, you know, Bill likes to go to bed at 9 o'clock, not at 7 o'clock or whatever. You know, uh, I don't know. I wonder how, you know, it happens with uh, the way our brains develop and stuff like that. But it's something uh, that made me feel safe. It, I can only speak for myself uh that brought me security, and even though it made me feel less alone, I mean, that's a fact, uh, however you want to analyze it. And that's kind of the job of this podcast. Again, it's just a podcast, it's coming through your earbuds, and you're not even in a position where you really need to listen to it that much. But I do work very hard on this show, and one of the things, like, is because I want you to feel less alone, uh, if I can, if that's something you're feeling, uh, like your companion in the deep, dark night. Because uh, it's just, uh, I guess, and the reason I want that is because for me it was uh, like not the best feeling. I don't know why I never called my imaginary friend when I couldn't sleep. I guess that's the thing. Like uh, Probably because we would have stayed up talking and got our flashlight out and read some comic books or something. But uh you know, when you, when I was a kid, I had a lot of trouble sleeping. Maybe the same time I had an imaginary friend, and I guess I never made that connection for it. Geez, so we could have used it. Bill, where the heck? Bill was out on the town, I guess. Uh, but, I, like, uh, when, you, when you can't sleep, and especially when you're tired, and then you've got, like, a rigmarole going on keeping you awake anyway, and you have maybe, for me, I have, like, a lot of critical messages or whatever that I might be telling myself uh you can even if you're not actually lonely and isolated, it can feel that way in those moments. And I guess that's the the spirit of this podcast is that spirit I had with Bill, where it's like, geez, like uh, I don't want you to feel alone. I want to be here for you, your boyfriend. Uh, 
this like uh, a digital friend of yours that comes in and rambles, uh, keeps you company. And a lot of times this question comes up anytime I do a podcasting interview or talk about the podcast with other podcasters, uh, like anyone that's a non-listener. Listeners, I think, get it. But like they say, geez, you work so hard. Like how many hours does it take you to make one episode? I say, well, an hour episode, all 20 hours of work probably. Uh, they say, well, geez, but people don't even listen to the whole hour. And I said, no, there there are some listeners that do listen to the very end and and make it all the way to the end for them. But also like a, there's like a reassurance factor in there that the podcast is an hour. So I'm here to keep you company, whether you fall asleep or not. I don't know, because that's what like, a, that's what I, I want this thing to, to be special. I mean, I've been making it for 500 something episodes and that's part of what, 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 the, what makes it feel special to me is that it's here and it's kind of complete, uh, not put together right. You might say it's complete, but maybe I didn't follow all the instructions. But yeah, I always get that. Like, how come, like, what's it like making a podcast and you work on it, but people only hear like the first 20 minutes or something? And I, I kind of like, uh, I guess that's a paradox too. I guess one of the few paradoxes I actually understand or maybe kind of get, I'm like, well, it doesn't matter if they fall asleep because it's there for them. I mean, the, the the metaphor I sometimes try to draw, which is usually a misparaphrased metaphor, is like, didn't like Walt Disney and like the Pirates of the Caribbean, like say, uh, well, you got to put the pupils on those pirates' eyes. And like whoever said, well, you, they can't see, no, the people in the boat can't see their pupils from this distance. And Walt Disney kind of either said, well, either you, you don't get it or it doesn't matter. It's like, uh, they can see it. Trust me. They might not be able to see it with their eyes. And that's what this podcast is like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. I think if you get what I'm saying, you do get what I'm saying. And that's why when I, like, I make the show, I always say it's an honor because uh, it really is uh, to be your companion. Uh, to to be to try to help escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep to attempt to, to do that uh, to attempt to create a safe place a welcoming place uh, where everybody's welcome and it doesn't work for everybody like it's a bad guess to put you to sleep uh, and if you're new you might say well geez these are creaky dulcet tones this dude what's up with it and I'd say yeah give it a few tries I, I wish it worked for everybody. Uh, but it doesn't, but I hope it helps you. And I appreciate your time. And as I say at the start of every podcast episode, like, uh, I'm glad you're here. Not only do I hope I strive, I yearn, and I work very hard. Uh, so I hope I can put you to sleep tonight. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you've only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts running through your brain, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, changes in routine, stormy weather snoring loved ones 
squeaky wheels without the grease or too much grease, you know, or the, the lingering scent of grease, uh, or, you know, earworms from the movie Grease. I guess this will be a Grease-themed uh, uh, opening because it's the one you want to, to listen to. Uh, this is this is a podcast to put you asleep. Did I say that? We do with a bedtime story. Yeah, we get in bed, press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to try to do is create a safe place to, where you can set aside that stuff. I said that. And well, you got, all you need... Okay, I got that. Sorry, get, also getting mixed up. I guess I get a... I guess maybe I took, like, I slipped on some, like, I, it was like a, I tried to took a, take a turn, a greased turn, which people never talk about greasy turns. Uh, you talk about greasy wheels. What about greasy turns? Because uh, I just went down a greasy turn and then couldn't make the turns. And then I said, well, where did I end up? But I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, and the way I'm going to do that, that's where I'm, that's where I'm supposed to be with the intro. Uh, I'm going to accomplish creating a safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, uh, in, in need of grease tones, you know, non, like, uh, you know, there is another word for, you know, there is other uses for greasy that are good, but I guess that's a little different than greasy. It's, I wonder if the movie Grease has ever been, like, was there a period, and again, I don't want to get in, like, we'll get, I guess we'll get into it when we get into the intro, but was there, was it so popular as people said, wow, that was so greasy, that what you just did, my high school was so greasy, it was just like that Australian, uh, like, uh, Danny Bonaducci or whatever, I, I, like, uh, anyway, before, I guess I just, uh, disqualified myself from talking about the movie Grease, but I can still talk about Grease. Uh, but I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can listen to me. And as I talk, as I ramble, as I miss my turns and slide on that sweet, sweet Grease, as Homer would say, uh, like, and he said, well, now I don't know where I'm going. Even, even, even in mo- in moments like this, uh, like then you could say, well, I don't really need to listen to this gentleman super closely. Your attention, I guess. I guess the greasy track is a uh, don't grease any tracks. If you're listening and you're you're involved in any tracks, or there's any kids listening, don't grease any tracks. Uh, actually, I was at a bowling alley yesterday, and, and it, this was like like the, they they were greasing the. I, I don't know if that's what they call it, but I I think they were greasing the lanes. Also, that could be something greasing the lanes. How about that for a band? The greasing of lanes, uh, greasing of lanes. Okay, so if you're new here, let me just let me just set things up for you. First five minutes of the show structurally are the like essential part if you're a long-term listener to listen to. In fact, carrying on the show without you listening to it's really hard. So that's like the sponsors. That's how we keep the show free and the archives free. Or the call to action, like to support the show, value for value. So that part you can listen to. After that, there's usually like a 12 minute intro, which we're into four minutes in, it looks like. Uh, and that's kind of like a show within a show where I kind of try to explain to new listeners uh, what the show's about, put you at ease, make you feel welcome. Uh, hopefully, I'll do that because uh, I am glad you're here. 
and also relieve you of any pressure because you're under no pressure to fall asleep and you're under no pressure to to um, listen. So strange sleep podcast, sleep podcast, podcasts by nature you listen to them. In this case, it's a reflective listening. I'll be my voice to eventually be reflecting off your eardrums. And it's a sleep podcast in the, in the fact that it's more of a sleep, it's a sleep offering or something out there for you to listen to, to either keep you company or to distract you enough. And then you just drift off on your own schedule. So we'll do the intro. And then tonight we'll be talking about Trader Joe's Fearless Flyer. Probably maybe some more stuff because I don't know if I can get 50 minutes material out of a one Fearless Flyer. And also I had like a small fearless flyer gaff, but nothing interesting. Ba- ba- here's the spoiler alert. Basically, I lost the uh, a fearless flyer between the holidays and the spring one. So blew- I blew it. But it small, you know, but uh, when you make a sleep podcast, uh, there's not very far to fall uh, other than falling asleep. So I dropped the flyer on that one. And it turns out I can't find a freaking place on the internet that has a PDF. Uh, I mean, it's kind of harder to search your cl- when you're in the climbing closet where I record the show. So if you're new here, you don't need to listen to me, but don't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company. And to go back to that grease metaphor, after we do once again another setup of a grease warning, no greasing tracks, only stunt people, stunt persons, only Hollywood-paid, unionized stunt people should be greasing tracks, you know, or unionized track greasers. Like, if there is a thing, but you know, that have gone through certifications uh, and standardized, you know, tests about track racing, and, you know, there's, like, safety stuff. So don't grease any tracks. This is just a metaphor. Though, if you are, you know, I don't know if Chris Sack is listening or Elon Musk, probably not. Uh, but if you are, I don't know if this is a sustainable business, but how about, uh, I mean, imagine, I think most, like a lot of these entrepreneurs, internet entrepreneurs are hitting their thirties. They're starting to start families. Cheryl Sandberg, I don't know if you're, you're I don't know if she listens, maybe uh, Ariana Huffington, I don't know. Like, uh, like whether you're, you're like a, like, um, like a media mogul, like Ariane is or Chris Saka, I think he's retired, retired, but, uh, you know, if you have a lot of money basically and you want to blow it, uh, anyone do all the work, what I would like to see is grease tracks. Uh, you know, they got the bouncy house, indoor bouncy houses. They got the jumping things. So why not, uh, having birthday parties at a grease track, uh, I mean, again, there's a lot of hurt. Wait, it's not worth pursuing if there's no obstacles. We could also have grease tracks with obstacles. You could probably do it after dark with adults. Uh, you could use like a grease that glows. So that would be, and you say, well, what would they do? Well, you'd have like, I don't think there should be any standing. I think it's just sliding around on a track of grease. Uh, well, like there's certain turns where you could, it's harder to stay on the track and maybe there's like an overflow area where you could spin out. So then you're really trying to stay. I don't know. It's weird when you're doing a podcast intro and your business proposals are getting rejected in real time, even though the podcast episode, but I'm getting my phones blowing up with people saying no. So, okay. The grease business won't work. It's a business, but you know, for birthday parties and like uh, summer camp, 
Spend your summer at Grease Track. Spend your summer at a Grease Track. Uh, I mean, we we could change the name, but I think Grease Track sound. You know, it it sounds uh, homey. You know, down home. Anyway, it is a metaphor. It is a, like a pseudo metaphor for this podcast because usually, like for me at least, I get in bed, my mind's racing, and it, it, even though it doesn't seem like it, because my brain is good at spinning these narratives where I'm the main character. And I'm I'm the antagonist and the, the protagonist, and whatever the story is, it needs to be solved before I can go to sleep. And it doesn't seem like I'm spinning in a circle, but I am. And it can feel frustrating like that because it's like, well, I just like to stop spinning in a circle. Sometimes this even happens after I fall asleep when my anxiety is really high, and you feel like you're spinning in a circle. You say, "Well, gee, I just want to go to sleep. I just want to get some rest." Uh, but it's like a tight, taut circle. Now, this podcast greases that track up for you and gives you a chance to slide off that track, just like like the investors, uh, maybe institutional investors. Uh, I don't actually want to be involved in it except for the profit side, and the, it, like as long as I get free free visits. Uh, but, you know, then at some point, you if the track is greased, at some point you can just slide right off the track. You can stop spinning around. Track will still be there if that part of your brain's like, well, we got it. It'll be there tomorrow to get to it. But you slide off probably into a foam pit. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely into a foam pit. Maybe some balls in there too. And, you know, then on the other side is the cupcakes or whatever the heck the birthday party's having. Doesn't that sound preferable to uh, running around the track? This is kind of what this podcast is. You know, part of it is just a ball pit, a foam pit. That's the content side. And then the uh, artifice side is the grease, uh, maybe. But I, I'm not clear on all that, but, you know, something like that. So let me let me grease up your thoughts. Let me grease up your track and slide you right into sl- the sleep sleep zone. That's the goal of the show if you're new. Doesn't I, I'm not arguing it makes a whole lot of sense. Very few things about the show. It's a paradoxical show. Just like these texts I'm getting saying, what? That's a par- paradoxical that that would ever make any money. And I say, exactly. Parado's paradox, as a matter of fact. That's what I just said. And uh, Ariane Huffington said again, how did you get this number? Anyway, like, uh, it was not important. Not important. Uh. But I guess the important thing is uh, I make this show to take your mind off stuff and help you fall asleep. It doesn't work for everybody. Yeah, it's not supposed to. Like, it's a different. So you say, well, this other stuff didn't work for me. Will this weird thing work? Or will the visionary business of grease, grease track racing work? You know, or maybe the podcast will just put you to sleep. That would be the great thing. And I've been there, sleepless. That's why I make the show. Now, uh, give it a few tries. If it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. No reason, you know, there's plenty of other stuff out there to try. But I hope it does help you because uh, I've been there, like I said. I appreciate your time. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by.